Hello, hello, and welcome back to Covenant Conversations with your girl, Ashtonessa. I am so, so excited to be back to share with you all that the Lord has been talking to me about and just have a chit chat. I feel like this is just such a relief to finally be able to express myself um, and for you guys to kind of just get where I'm coming from with (laughs) sometimes I feel like I put on like Instagram rants and like there's this blind audience that (laughs) doesn't actually ever see it and I think I'm doing something really amazing (laughs) and uh, it's really nice to get feedback and so it'll be amazing to get some feedback on what you guys think about this episode and yeah let's cut to it so guys this is a little plug um i absolutely love my church um ark forest gate uh if you guys ever want to go to a church in london shout me and i'll plug you for my church you can come uh but this week we had a sermon and the sermon was about the things we let in basically in our lives and the things that we need to keep out but the main thing that stuck out to me was Dexter who was speaking he was basically talking about uh, honey and he said you know his honey the thing that he's attracted to that also could be a bad thing is um just the way in which a woman speaks and he was just telling us about you know the different boundaries he would put in place for that and it got me thinking as i was like oh my gosh this is a great podcast episode the first thing that god said to me you know i I just want to tell you that you build this type of honey in these dead places in your life when you rely on yourself and your feelings and this type of honey is relationships now I feel like sometimes loneliness can make you form friendships relationships in places that you have no business being in and I think for a lot of us friends relationships and even families are built in places that have no conditions to actually thrive we see these people and they attract us at first because they attract what we like about ourselves they attract basically toxic parts of us you know I feel like I don't know if anyone else can relate but I think most women a lot of the time we actually build friendships based on our dislike for something else like we build friendships based on like do you not like that girl okay well I don't either so let's be friends and so we build things based on things that actually are dead like that's a dead thing for you to have in common like the fact that you don't like someone is just mad to me that you would build your whole friendship on that principle and that that would be the reason why you guys are now girls that we need to build on the right foundations otherwise that relationship has no way of thriving because when other things happen it's still dead and you actually get no life out of that relationship and so I feel like what happens is that we compromise in in small areas um and we 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 don't put in our boundaries we don't put in certain conditions as to why we're friends and so there's no life in it you know there's no god in it and there's no life in it and we 
oftentimes don't care where we build things just as long as it happened you know we fail the test of patience for the love of experience I think a lot of us are not patient enough to wait for a relationship that actually is built on this just amazing life with that person and you know that person has the exact qualities the exact trait the exact vision that you have and you share and you just feel like yeah god like i waited on this person for a reason and most of us start to compromise when time goes by and time is really the killer of destiny sometimes because we stare at the clock too much and we don't realize that actually we compromise with that um you feel like other people have experienced something that you've never experienced and what I've realized about honey is that honey's sweet and it's enticing and so therefore you 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 get kind of caught up in this magnetic pull towards something that is really sticky and once you get into it you can't really get out of it you know you you get pulled into this dimension where on social media we're always seeing relationships and you you think it's an amazing thing but actually the places that they're in the things that they had to do in order to compromise the the way in which it's built it's built in dead places that are going nowhere like a lot of people are just in relationships for the sake of being in relationships so that they can tell other people i'm in a relationship so that you can get flowers so that you can get chocolate so that you feel satisfied so your flesh feels satisfied but actually it doesn't thrive and the reason why it doesn't thrive is because it, it it's not giving you life it it doesn't replenish you you don't you you can't see future you can't see it going anywhere and so you build this thing in a dead place that actually will only last for a few months and then you get heartbroken and then you blame god and <laughs> the truth is he actually didn't tell you to build anything there um and he didn't tell you to turn around like samson and go back to taste that honey as well so I don't know about you guys, but stop texting your ex. How are you? He's okay. And God's got him. So yeah, that's the honey of relationships. The next honey that God started to speak to me about was the the type of honey um, that is very sticky and very sticky for a lot of people. Sometimes you see happiness in this. Sometimes you feel like your joy comes from it. And that is money, power, and career. Now, for a lot of us, we're in this stage where we're seeing a lot of people who have big platforms, um, a big amount of income at such a young age. And now it's starting to cause a culture of like hustle and grind. And we're always on our grind, always trying to do more, trying to outdo one another, really. And there's a competition going on that, no matter if you thought you were part of it or didn't want to be part of it, unfortunately, there's a competition going on in this world. And a lot of us don't realise that we're we're actually indulging in it and we're feeding ourselves and feeding our flesh in it. And we're making money out of things that have no life. You know, I think that it's really important to know the foundations at which you're building your empire on. I don't want to build my empire on me (laughs) creating a gossip page. I don't want to build my empire on, you know, feeding into things that actually are hurting other people, are ruining lives, are ruining other people and their livelihood, you know. And 
there's this thirst for money along with power that makes you build in a place that won't give you life and won't give other people life and that is seen so many times in just the way in which we fight to be part of these companies who are thriving and big but actually we don't even know who is impacting and what we're fighting against and I remember actually being in uni and you know everyone's deciding on these graduate schemes and everyone's deciding on their graduate jobs and where they're going and I remember saying actually for me I need to be a part of something that is changing something something that's impacting something that's actually helping this world and for me it wasn't really a being about going and finding Christian christian companies and even though that's really important for me it wasn't about that but it was me finding myself in a job where actually i was giving you know even though i'm earning money money doesn't control me and i'm not building my money on something that's actually dead and even that if we take it further like some of us spend money on things that are so temporary like we're always spending money on things but actually it's not really giving us anything like Balenciagas like they look nice but how many times do you wear them I mean some people overwear them but you get the sentiment and you know God just kept speaking to me and he said you know remind them that money is not a bad thing money is not a bad thing I'm gonna say it again before anyone attacks me money is not a bad thing loving it and making it your honey is because money makes you greedy a lot of people can be greedy for money a lot of people can be greedy for power and build build their life based on tearing other people down to get there and one thing that I always always remember my grandma my dad's mum saying is always be good to people and sometimes in this world and just even in the corporate ladder and just even in the creative scene actually there's this thing of like tearing other people down to get to where you need to be like there can only be one of us you know even in the black community it feels like can there only be one of us in this corporation or are we paired against each other are we the diversity quota and so we live in this world where actually it's almost as if we're so attracted to what the world can give us and the money and the power and the career and the car and all of these different things and actually we need to check our motives we need to check our heart you know and you become attracted to these things even if you have to steal kill and destroy to get it and I think a big thing that I think we need to ask ourselves is how do I not let money become my honey and for me I think it's giving it back to God it was never yours in the first place. Everything that we have in this world is such a gift. It's a gift to have the money that you have. It's a gift to have the house that you have. It's a gift to have the people around you that you have. And you have to remember each day that actually life is a gift and what you have is a gift. And therefore, you need to be careful about where you build that gift and what you do with it because you've got to give an account for for what you did and where you sowed your seeds. And... I think what's really important is that we don't get into a state of oh I need to earn this because I want to do this it's like this is going to be another episode but I keep hearing this thing about generational wealth and it's beautiful 
But for me, I'm just like, okay, well, generational wealth, is that only for you and your family? Are you trying to create an impact for the kingdom? Are you trying to create an impact for the world? Like what, who else is affected by your prayers? Who else is affected by you building your money? Who else is affected by you actually climbing up in the ranks? Who else is affected because we can't live in a selfish mentality when we live in a world where everyone else is around us and needs us as much as we need them you know we're in a dependent society and therefore I'm sorry but this whole independent mentality for me it's just toxic and it makes us build things like honey in a dead place the next thing that has really really stood out to me um and I think it's one of the most important ones actually when I think about it is a lot of us have built identity in a dead place and identity can be attached to the two things I just mentioned relationships and money but identity I feel like it's deeper and I feel like identity when I say that I mean seeking the approval of man and caring about the opinions of man and the criticism and compliments of man. And something that I've really realised is that sometimes we keep going back to dead places to seek approval from people and we're attracted to compliments and validation. I have realised that we have built, some of us, our whole life on this fake love in a place that in reality we would never have built there. I can't lie, I feel like if someone told me 10 years ago that I would grow up to be a girl who cared about people liking my Instagram photo, I probably would have laughed. Now, I would have laughed for many, many different reasons (laughs) because I would have been like, what's Instagram? (laughs) What's a like? (laughs) No, I'm joking. I think Facebook was still created then. So yeah. Um, But you get the sentiment. What I'm trying to say is that I feel like times have really changed. And what's happened is that we've started to build this whole different identity of who we are, what we are, what we believe, um, who we support online. And I've realized that actually building all of that online in a place that is so, I don't know how to even put it, in a place that is so dead, like I don't actually think like Instagram, Twitter, all of those different places, do they give us life? Like I know that we're on it and there's such encouragement now, like I'm telling you, There's so many people I follow that really, really do encourage me, really, really do uplift me. It makes me feel better to feel like there are other people online who understand me. But one thing that I've realised is that if we start to build in that place our identity, it gets a bit sticky. And bear with me. We build this fake love where we think that You love me if you like my Instagram photo. You love me if you share something online. You love me if you message me or DM me after I put up a black screen and, you know, you care enough to check up whether I'm fine or not. And we just live in a world where that's our definition of love. It's online. And for me, I feel like we also just build approval from that. It's like, what's Instagram worthy you know, instead of just taking a picture of a photo because you actually just like it. 
I, I just want to challenge you right now, even as we're speaking, and I know I'm not finished, but do you actually take photos with Instagram in mind? Like, do you take photos thinking, okay, well, I can post that now or later on? And I'm not talking about people who actually have you know, platforms on these places where, you know, you have thousands of followers who are following you and want to see that. But I'm actually talking about just normal people who I feel like even the people who only have hundreds of followers on Instagram and Twitter and all of that, it's like you think of what's tweetable, what's Instagram worthy and all of these different words and you start to kind of build and shape your identity, who you are, what you like, even your confidence on those things and I've realized a lot recently and that is that they make you feel good for one day and then tomorrow you feel low and unimportant when you don't get as many likes as the other person and you get attached to it and I've been there and I've had to take so many fasts because of it and I feel like what those platforms do is that they feed off of that they feed off of the insecurity of a lot of us Um, who are very human and it offers us significance for a moment but I'm telling you now when that moment goes when you're not the funniest comedian online when you're not even the voice of the Christian community when you're not you know loved by everyone if you say one wrong thing if they see you do one wrong thing you're condemned and you're never allowed to speak again you're false Um, and there's such a negative impact that happens online And I've realized just in thinking, even today, that legacies aren't built on opinion. Like whether you liked those people or not, you can still admit that certain people in the spotlight were legendary. And there were certain people who, now I look back at the older generation before us, certain people were legendary, not because of what they posted on line or what they posted on Instagram but for who they were and the kind of causes that they supported and that's because their life wasn't based on the online opinion you know it was based off of what uh, what do I love like what am I good at what can I develop excellence in you know and don't get me wrong some of those people had a lot of other problems you know um but I've just realized that impact isn't always made online and if it is made online most people don't have their identity in what people think of them online if that makes sense you know a lot of the people who actually do really well and who are impactful even in social media are people who actually think I'm bigger than this like I'm so much bigger than just this platform and I want to impact the world in more ways than just here And I want to actually talk to the soul of people. I want to, you know, get deeper. And I feel like the truth is the reason why we all make honey in a dead place is because we care more about the honey than we do about the place that it is in and the people it affects and the places that we'll be in as a result. Now, I am so fearful for my children and this generation of just people who I feel like if you don't have social media, if you don't have these kind of technology things, um, 
it's kind of like who are you like you're irrelevant you know if you don't have a certain amount of followers I've been to the influencer parties where they ask you like how many followers have you got and it's kind of like or they'll ask you for your Instagram handle and kind of dismiss you if you don't have like over 500k I've heard about these people I've heard about these kind of groups of people where you're only relevant if people like you and if people online like you who don't know you but hopefully like your pictures enough and like your content enough and it's kind of you know I envy the older generation who didn't have to deal with that and I think of you know some powerful and world-changing people who are on these platforms and I just pray that you all listen I pray that um you really build on good foundation you don't build on things that can be blown away you know I've always always given the advice to anyone I've met that you need to build your empire and the things that you want to do and the change that you want to do away from just online because when Instagram decide that actually they want to move their app to I don't know monetize it or these other different platforms that you know we've built because it's free when they move away you need to still know who you are you need to not feel lost you need to not feel like oh wow like am I relevant anymore and you also need to know that your impact is so much more than that you know there's this scripture that I absolutely love and I swear to you I build my life on and it is what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul it's something that I always think about you know I think we travel to these amazing places we see these amazing things online we have such an experience that I pray I can give to my children's children's children and I also pray that I just am able to impact the world but I don't want it to cost me my soul I don't want it to cost me who I am who I was made to be and what I believe and I still want you guys to have an identity I still want you guys to you know be prosperous I still want you guys to have relationships but I need you guys to get to a point where you actually say you know what I'm gonna make sure that I build it on the right foundation I'm gonna make sure that I build it in the right places doing the right things and impacting people in a way that you know changes not only my life but theirs as well and even just as Christians I just really want to emphasize to you guys that if you continue to live for yourself is taking you down the wrong path like it's not the right path that you need to be down you need to not be so attracted to the things of this world you know money flashy things all of that like it looks good in a moment but once you lower yourselves to even go down and see how it is that's it you're trapped there you know it's sticky and I think we can really learn from Samson who was one of the strongest people and yet he was so weak in that area and so I just pray that Lord you would cover these people you would cover every single person who is listening that you would allow them to see the world in a different way that you would allow them to see themselves as just a small ripple in the ocean of possibility that we could change the world we could change things Lord. that we could 
be powerful enough to use our power for good and not for evil. I pray, Lord, that even when you give us things that are good, that we would not use it for evil. I pray right now, Lord, that you would just give us strategy, give us wisdom on how to use all the gifts that you've given us and even the gift of relationship, Lord. I pray for anyone listening, Lord. I pray that you would convict them. I pray that you would speak to their heart. And I pray that you would show them the way, show them how to deal with relationships, show them what they should be built on and show them the power of what it is to have real love, real love that isn't contingent on, you know, what people do for us and what they say, but in who we are and whose we are. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So I want to thank you all for listening. I want to say that you guys can follow us on covenant.conversations on Instagram to hear more wisdom, to hear more things that the Lord is speaking to us about. Guys, I absolutely love music, especially gospel music. So I will be sharing more music and just more things to get us through the day, to get us in motion, um, to get your brains still ticking, to get you thinking like... I am a person who loves to make people think. I like to be provocative. I like to influence a mind and get them to come out of themselves and think more. And, um, you know, I, I just really want the listeners of Covenant Conversations. I want this to be like a conversation that is carried on to your friendships, that's carried on to your family conversations that you have at dinner. Um, if you eat together and just carried into workplaces into places of influence and you actually think about these conversations and it challenges you to be a better person to do better because I know it challenges me and it triggers me and so thank you so much for listening I can't wait to get back to you guys with more content and more episodes and just thank you for listening so far have a very very blessed day